When you go see a movie, I remember telling someone, I wish I could see this movie forever. I wish this movie would go on beyond two hours because you're like in your own world for two hours, right? It's like, you're like, oh, wow. My name is Austin Tam, and welcome to Making the Invisible Visible. When I was younger, when I had no friends, you know, I used to just buy the movie guide, go to the bookstore and just sit on the um, floor at the movie section and just read about actors and what movie they were in or when they were born, when they died, how many um, who they married, how many kids they had, uh, awards. I mean, you know, I, I remember uh, I would watch the movie over and over again. We would rent movies. That's when, you know, it tells you how many times you rented the movie. We rented the Muppets for like, it was like the 50th time. So we finally bought the movie. The other day I was trying to like walk type movies that had roles of people with disabilities. I mean, you had Helen Keller, you had what um, Miracle Worker, you had Forrest Gump, you had the Peanut Butter Falcon, you had um, the Elephant Man, and you had um, Rain Man, and you know, I used to think, wow, all those people were really like, all those people with, are they, is that the real person? And then, you know, you find out, oh, actually they're playing the role, but then it's kind of like, and then you hear people say, oh, man, that was the most powerful role that this actor did. I'm like, in some ways, like, it would be more powerful if you can actually have the person really just play themselves. A lot of people don't want to watch that, right? They want to watch make-believe or like, you know, that's why people watch movies, right? They t it takes you somewhere to another place. Hello, Kat. Welcome to Austin's. Welcome to Austin's podcast. Hi. How are you? Fine. Um, thank you for being here today. I wanted to talk with you today about what it is like to be in the movies. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where can I begin here? Well, it's uh, really like quite a fun life, and I feel very. Uh, very blessed to be able to do this. It's, um, you know, doing voices for cartoons is, is super fun, especially for Ms. Marvel. It's been really great because, you know, she's the first um, Marvel superhero to headline her own series and for Marvel to, like, take her on has been pretty, it's been pretty amazing to be a part of it. Quite a blessing for me to be able to do this. I started off doing something completely differently. I was doing public health before that. And, um, and made this transition, which was pretty cool, but also really scary because I didn't know, you know, what that was going to be like for me. Um, I had never worked in this industry before. I didn't know anyone in this industry, so I was really, like, starting fresh. Um, so then to be able to, you know, change careers and actually pursue something that I really, really enjoyed and loved was... Um, you know, a huge, like a very scary, scary transition, but it was also really fun, and thankfully, you know, with 
a good amount of hard work. It's been it's been a great journey. And since then, I've started. I've been writing and I'm you know acting and the things that I've been working as well. So that's been very cool. And I uh, had a pilot that went to Sundance last year and won at South by Southwest. So. What kind of roles would um, do you decide? Would you like to take on um, if you had a chance? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many different. I just love fun characters that are that are interesting and, and different. Um, you know, I've actually always wanted to play some kind of villain, so it'd be cool to do that at some point. Um, but really, for me, it's just and anything, any kind of character that's really well thought out, multi layered, and that's why I often write for myself because there are so many different kinds of archetypes that we just haven't seen in, you know, in, in mainstream media, but, you know, that's changing, thankfully, with more voices that are that are being added into the fold, um, and I think more and more, like, interesting female characters are, are being written. Yeah, I, I'd love to do, like, a period piece, I'd love to do something, I, I love comedy, I love drama, so really just anything that gives me the opportunity to play is, um, is makes me happy yes thank you um that was very intriguing but what is your favorite uh, movie like a classic movie like you know um that has had an impact on your your life mm, yeah I, I i mean i think there's been several that i grew up uh, loving and watching i think one of my um as, as a kid the movie that really um I guess one of the ones that impacted me a lot was um, was Braveheart. I really, I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 when I saw that movie, and I it moved me a lot, and it was something that I, you know, if it's, to this day, if it's on, I will I will watch it. It was just so beautifully done, and I think it does stand the test of time. I mean, another really great movie was Awakenings. A really, really beautiful movie. It was really sad, um, but very powerful. I was pretty young when I saw that one, too. Um, fried green tomatoes. There were just so many great films that came out of yes. know, when I was a child in my wow. childhood. Um, uh, so that was something that Forrest Gump. Do you like Forrest Gump? I, you know, actually, Carl was a big Forrest Gump. Oh, oopsies! But I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't as obsessed with it oh. as, as he was. I, I thought it was a great film, but I wasn't. It was one of those that that made me obsessive. You know. I, you know. Um, Looking at movies, because you know, movie takes you. Movies take you to a different place in your life. You know, I mean, I I know, like when I go to theaters, like I'm like, gosh, you know, I wish this movie would just last forever, right? Because mm -hmm. you're like out of body, and you know, like I was yeah, talking, very yeah. What do you like um, uh, about a, a, a voice character compared to like uh, live action? So there's so much that you can play with with your voice. You get a lot more. I mean, at least so far, I've been getting a lot more interesting voice roles where I actually just have a really great time doing it. Um, it it's not so dependent at all on how you look or, or your age yep. or, or anything. You know, there's your physicality has nothing to do with yeah. it. It's just you get it's just pure play. On the other side of, of actual like live live acting, it's um, you, you know you you can use your, your face more. <laughs> you can use facial expressions more. You can be a little bit more subtle in, in your performances and um, just a little bit more grounded and real in your performances because it's not so dependent on just your voice expressing those emotions. Um, you can really just sort of 
have like a make it more of like a lived lived experience. You know, I love I love movies that have a story that like that share a story. I mean, that just about someone's journey. I mean, it's kind of like you know, I like comedy, but then you know, big the movie Big. I mean, gosh, it brought up like. You want to be a child, and then like you're a child, and now you're grown up, and then now you have to go back because now you're gonna become. You know, I mean, yeah, that, it, yeah, it takes yeah. you to like. Big was one of those that like I can, you know, I saw that as a kid, and um, there's something really magical about childhood that it, it's hard to like recapture that. I think we can all relate to the feeling of being a little bit helpless and feeling like the world is going on a trajectory that we don't necessarily have control over. Um, or at least it feels like we don't have control over it, and I think there's some great truth to that. I mean, between, you know, climate change and and sort of government, you know, rogue governments, including our own, you know, doing what they want to do, um, this fantasy of, of having a super a superpower is something that certainly crossed my mind a lot, not just now, of course, as an adult. I think as a child it was more... I wanted superpowers because I was, I was, you know, my stature was small. Um, I was a girl. In being a girl, I, I did feel um, like a weakness and a vulnerability. Um, and I would fantasize about having some sort of like super strength that that would actually make me feel less threatened by by the world. And now that fantasy has turned to. Um, you know, it would be nice to, to have a, to have a superpower to sort of take take power back from those that that have abused it and have made the rest of us suffer. Thank you so much, Kath. Yeah, no, I'm honored so that you know. I, yeah, thank you, of course, and thank you for sharing your story. And um, I look forward to maybe talking with you again. Thank you for listening to Making the Invisible Visible with me, Austin Tam. This show connects the disability activist community with listeners from around the world. Music score and mixing is by Joshua Okajian. You can find more of Josh's music at illexotic.com. That's I L L E xotic.com Thank you and see you soon.